afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are. It's Osha, and I want to welcome you to something about Sunday. Hello, and happy Sunday to you. It is Sunday, December 8th, 2019, and I'm here with a new episode. Y'all, I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm so tired. Yesterday, we celebrated my best friend's 37th birthday, and aging is real. And it's funny because we always talk about how youthful we feel, but anytime you throw tequila in the mix it just really starts to make you question like why you have this conversation with yourself the morning after every single time like I don't know how we haven't established that this is not the really the way that we want to partake in celebrating but we do it every time and I, I swear to you I had maybe like a carafe of mimosa and a shot of 1942 And I was super slow motion today, super, I think mostly because I just wasn't hydrated prior to the consuming of adult beverages. I've really, I've really taken, taken my foot off the gas with my alcohol consumption. And so it's really taking nothing to get me there, like nothing at all. Um, But yeah, today was like super slow motion. I ended up spending the night at a friend's house, and her bed is amazing, so I'm just in the bed, and I'm like, please help me get out of here. Like, I need to just get off the bed. So I literally, like, had to make myself get up to go get something to drink, and then when I got something to drink, I came back, and then I sat in a chair, and then I put on one boot at a time and put my hat on. Like, it was like, it was a process. But I finally made it home, and it was really important for me to stay on track with the promise that I made to myself, which was getting back on schedule with my episodes, posting bi-weekly and hopefully in 2020, revving up and getting to a weekly drop, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. So welcome back. Welcome back. Today's episode is entitled The Power of And the power of and and I want to do a check in with myself with you all like I've been doing routinely lately how are you mind body and spirit so at the moment my mind is a bit scattered today was the premiere series premiere episode for the L word generation Q completely forgot that that was airing today so when I got in I watched it. I was pleasantly surprised at the content, at the characters. There still aren't aren't any black people on the show. Um, Just bet with, you know, the sprinkle of of that. Um, Very interesting characters. The storylines were, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued and I'll be tuning in. So it was interesting because the episode made me cry and I did get a reminder on my cycle app that PMS is coming in like two days, but that means it's like here now. 
and I don't know if it's just me, but as I'm getting older, my sensitivity levels are like on a million. I am such a crybaby. I'm such a crybaby. And I love it and I hate it at the same time. So anyway, mind, body, and spirit, my mind is, is a little scattered thinking a lot about that episode and some of the things that came up in the episode and why I cried. My body, um, my body is chill. I was sick for a week. I got sick the Wednesday before Thanksgiving um, with what I think was some kind of like food bug. And then on Thanksgiving morning, I felt like trash and I had like achy body and I was coughing and I had a runny nose and I had a headache and had a fever and all these different things. And I had carried that with me for a number of days. I had to travel for work. I was in Nevada last week for two days and it was snowing and traveling when you're sick and then with the with the decrease in the temperature just was was really terrible um and I ended up going to the doctor while I was there finally got some medicine that knocked out a lot of what's been going on I still have this lingering cough but much better than I had been in the last you know seven or ten days so body's good spirit is chill spirit is chill I'm sure a lot of the things that, I'm, that are kind of buzzing around in my brain will probably come out on this episode but the power of and why the power of and so a lot of the things that I end up sharing with you all on the podcast stems from conversations that I have with loved ones a lot of time something sparks from a post that I see on Instagram and there was something that a friend of mine had posted and it made me think about duality um and as I'm getting older, I'm finding that I am like duality defined. Um, there's this meme that's been going around for a while where it says like, are you going to cry? Are you going to boss up? It's like, first of all, I'm going to do both. Um, I feel like that's me a lot of times. I feel like that's probably you a lot of times. But anyway, a friend of mine had posted this post and it said, um, I love what I do and I'm burnt out. I have gratitude and experience depression and anxiety. I forgive you and still experience hurt by what happened. I love you and I don't want you in my life. I am sad and I am okay. I enjoy spending time with you and I also need my free time. And there were a few of those that actually stood out for me um, and I wanted to share it. And when I saw it, I was like, yes, yes, because... There are so many instances where things are just not okay, and they're still okay. Um, Perfect example, gratitude. I have gratitude, and I experience depression and anxiety. So being out on my leave of absence, depression and anxiety were part of my diagnosis. And I remember in the beginning of all of this feeling like as soon as I get away from this employer and as soon as I get into this desired role with this company at this rate doing this thing living this life that I was going to be fine and although a lot of my issues that were created by my previous employer don't exist work around depression work around anxiety it doesn't matter like your entire life could be lit and my life is lit like I love what I do for a living I have a very 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 chill position Um, I could not have asked for more flexibility 
with my job, with the hours that I work, with how much work I'm responsible for, still being able to travel, um, working very independently. Um, it's just, it's it's been a godsend in a lot of ways. With that, there's a lot of responsibility because idle time leaves your mind to do things and go places and spaces that are not always the best. And so I've had to be very, very intentional about how I, f- I fill my time because I have a lot more of it and making sure that the quality of the exercises and the people that I spend it with and and all of that is purposeful and is healthy um, and that I'm mindful because it's easy to just waste time. It's very easy to waste time when you've been a machine working for anyone else for a vast majority of your life. When you get a lot of free time, it's easy to be a bum. It's easy to lay around and binge watch TV. It's lazy. It's easy to to not work out. It's easy to not do a lot of those things because you don't have to. And before, you know, you you use those spaces of time that were available as an outlet. But now it's like, well, I don't, you know, I have plenty of time, so I'll get to that later. And then later turns into a few days, turns into a few weeks. And now here I am in the month of December. I've gained like 15 pounds in three months. And it's crazy. I got on the scale and was like, oh, no, this is broken for sure. Like, and that's that's how quickly it happens. Not being intentional about your life and being intentional about like all of it where, you know, I have been able to check off a lot of other boxes. Now, now the real work begins because now I have to actually make plans to do the, the other things to balance out everything else that I got that I asked for that I needed um so having gratitude about all of the wonderful people in my life all of the wonderful experience in my life and then also having moments where I, ex- I experience anxiety and then there's been a lot of articles and sharing of individuals talking about seasonal depression which I had never heard of before um and I would imagine this is how people feel that live in like Seattle or any of those other places where there's lots of rain um, and then the holidays there's always just this I don't know this dark cloud that kind of just looms during the holiday season where just things start to happen and so that's one that that I resonated with um, additionally for me something that like I love you or I'm sad and I, and I'm okay that happens to me a lot where I can be sad or disappointed about something and allow myself to feel my feelings and still and still be okay um and with that I would like to add um it's okay to be angry and still be loving um and that's something that I hadn't really experienced before in mostly in romantic relationships where you know there have been times where I have been upset with my partner and and he knows that I'm upset and I'll still reach out to him you know throughout the day and you know I miss you and I love you and you know I hope that you're having a good day that's a really beautiful space to occupy um I feel like that's real love when and in any capacity platonic or romantic when you have someone in your life that you're upset with that has done something to 
uh, disappoint you, to hurt you, to throw you off kilter, whatever the case may be, and, and still have positive thoughts about them and still have loving thoughts for them and still want to be able to communicate with them during that time. I think that's really special. And that's another um, power of and that, that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And so what I wanted to say with that is if you are in a season or a time in your life where you don't feel your best, it's okay. You can be be one thing and be something else at the same time. You can cry and boss up. You can love what you do and be burnt out. You can be pissed off at your boo and still be loving and kind to them. You, These are all things that are very real and that's the beauty of, of like being a human being. We're so nuanced and I don't feel like we allow ourselves to feel all of our feelings. Most of us don't really have the time to or just don't have the space or feel comfortable doing it. But I implore you to do so because since I've been allowing myself to feel all of my feelings, um, it's been really helping me get to know myself even more. Additionally, um, to piggyback off of what I was sharing about the season that we're in, I feel like I have just been faced with a lot of conversations around mortality. It was really interesting. Um, The other day, last week when I was sick, my dad, I was asking my dad if he had any NyQuil. For those of you who don't know, my dad and I are practically neighbors. So sometimes when I need things, he literally can walk over to me to bring it to me or vice versa and I wanted to go to sleep because I was coughing and uncomfortable and so I texted and asked if he had any NyQuil and he did so he was like okay I'll bring it to you so I could hear him or hear someone walking up the steps and they were moving really slow whoever it was and I was like I wonder if that's my dad so I go open the door and I look and he's like halfway down the stairs and he's moving really slow and my dad is 60 he'll be 61 in a couple of weeks and um I was like are you okay and he was like it's my niece and he was like oh your daddy is old and I was like you're not allowed to say that like you you're you're not allowed to be old and he was like baby I'm old so I walked down to meet him and I'm like what's going on with your niece where's your CBD oil like what's going on and he was like I use it sometimes but then you know people always talk about when they're getting older when it rains, like if and they know the rain is coming because their knees and their joints start hurting. So I'm listening to him say all these things and I'm just like, oh my God, like he is old, like this is crazy. And, um, and then for Thanksgiving, my mom hosted for Thanksgiving and I spent some time with her and I was just looking at her and I'm like, mommy, like she's not a spring chicken anymore. And it's crazy. It's crazy to look at your... And and I don't feel like my parents are old. Like, in spirit, they're not old. Um, And they both look good. But I was looking at pictures from Thanksgiving, like, three years ago. My mom is... Like, she's been on this weight loss goal as well. And so she's, like, so small. And I'm like, just don't exercise anymore. Like, just walk. Just when you're at work, just walk the campus. Like, don't... Don't be on this little bike because she has this, this little exercise bike she uses at her house. I'm like, you, that's enough. You're good. Um, but it's it's crazy. I was having a conversation with uh, this woman named Khadijah 
she facilitates workshops and she's a counselor and she had posted a, I posed a question on Instagram over earlier like fall and was asking if anybody else has any feelings about like aging and I remember replying to her saying like I'm not in my 40s or my 50s but I have questions and curiosity about aging as my 30s continue to fly by um, I feel like a child masquerading as an adult and I wonder if that feeling ever goes away and also do the checklist ever go away is there always going to be something that we feel like we need to be doing um, I constantly having thoughts about my legacy obviously thoughts about death and I don't know if any of those were things that like if that's where her mind went when she inquired but those were just some of my initial thoughts to what she had to say and so her response was OMG yes to feeling like a child masquerading as an adult such a great way to put it I feel so young internally in my essence but my life and my body say something different that in itself is a strange experience because I want to behave in a youthful way because it's how I feel. And then I remember that my age dictates something different, especially in this society. I have an experience that the checklist go away if you mean the kind with things you want to accomplish in this life or how things should be. But there is less of a care about what society thinks you should be. It's more for me the grief over not having accomplished things that I really wanted to do in this life and wondering if it's too late. Lots of thoughts about my legacy and why I'm here. What has my life amounted to so far? Fear over having wasted time I can't get back. Lots of thinking about death in ways I didn't before because there is a realization that you are now closer to that in years than you are to your youth. It's the body changing and having physical issues you didn't have before and fear of being unable to control the body and its functions. It's seeing your body and your face change and wondering who that person is staring back at you. Trying to get used to a new you. It's the worry about society and how they perceive you with an older face and an older body. If looks have been a thing that garnered attention throughout your life, then it's realizing that that's not really a thing for you anymore. And so what is? I think it boils down to loss for me and how to process that grieving to find a new normal. I find a deep process to unpack and figure out why there isn't more conversation around it. I look back at people in their 30s now and feel like they are so young to me. The deep part of it didn't begin for me until after 45. Thanks for sharing with me. I'd love to hear any more thoughts you have on it yourself. And um, she's older than me, so I'm 35. I think she's like 13 years older than me. And Khadija's like, she's so popping. Almost 50 years old. She's gorgeous. Um, she looks to be in pretty good physical health. Um, she's a very vibrant, youthful, just beautiful, spirited woman. And so it was really interesting to hear her speak back to some of the things that I had to say in her still having those feelings at her age and so it's comforting in knowing that mortality is something that you you do begin to think about and you look at you know your elders and and these a lot of these feelings don't go away um and then also there have just been a lot of passings right and so with a lot of funerals and deaths within the course of the last I don't know three to four weeks um, I've always tried to be purposeful about my life and um, making moves that matter and having so many experiences recently so close to me um, my best friend lost two people she lost her grandmother and lost a, a cousin a young cousin uh, my partner lost his aunt um, very just close close passing and it just really makes me look at like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and who I'm doing it with because I don't want to waste my time if I die tomorrow I'm going to be able to say that I did everything that I wanted to do everything that I could do within my power 
to live a, a life that was purposeful and meaningful for me and for those around me. And so I bring this into the conversation for the person who feels like tomorrow is promised. It's not. It is not. And I really just want my people to really start to get serious about their lives. And there are things that I, I, I know that I want to do and need to do um, to make changes just to feel healthier and be healthier. Having conversations with close loved ones for accountability, you know, in certain areas with certain things where I'm, I'm feeling challenged at the moment. And I think that's just really important for the conversation to be there at the forefront, being honest, being vulnerable, being intentional about how you plan to move going forward. We're getting ready to go into a whole ass new decade. And I've been thinking a lot about what the last 10 years have meant for my life. The last, this last decade was it, 25 to 35. And I don't know if this is going to be the most impactful decade that I'll live, but so much has happened in 10 years. And I look at, I look forward to setting new goals for 2020, three years, five years, another 10 years, um, because time is literally flying by. iPhone is really good at giving you memories, and I'm looking like, damn, that was last year, that was a year ago, that was two years ago. I was thinking about, I had a text message earlier this week with someone asking me for recommendations about Bali, and I was like, damn, I went to Bali like last year, that was this year. I think about all the things that I've done just this year and I'm just like time is not playing, you know. And I've done some really really great work around like self-improvement and I believe I want to spend my next decade really digging into like my interpersonal relationships. That's where I, I'm finding so much value added in my life. I look at the quality of friendships that I have, the quality of the relationships that I have, the quality of conversations that I have versus what I was having two years ago. And I thought I was somebody two years ago. Like I thought I knew things two years ago. Um, and you just, if, if you're lucky, you continue to grow and evolve and learn and know yourself and, and become and become better. So once again, YOLO legit only live once and I really again just encourage each and every one of you to live your life on purpose be in love on purpose be in relationships on purpose have friends have friends plan things with them love on them travel shoot your shot whatever whatever it is that you have going on live your life live it that is what we are here for Going back to the aging conversations. So my birthday is next month. I'll be 36 years young. If you follow me on social media, you know that I'm very dramatic around aging because, and I'm a Capricorn, if you know anything about astrology, we're just old souls. I think about my life as a child and I was grown as a child. And when I say grown, like I had to mature Faster than a lot of my friends did because I was the oldest. I had to take care of my siblings from preparing their dinner, helping them with their homework, 
taking care of them until my mom got home and even still taking care of them when my mom was home. So when I was younger, I did a lot of parenting. The irony of that is at 35, I don't have any children. I don't know when I'm going to have children. And as I get older, that fucks with me regularly. It was interesting because last night I got to see a 3D ultrasound video of my best friend's cousin, um, his girlfriend. They're having a baby and they got the 3D ultrasound and found out um, they wanted to know the gender. So they found out the gender of the baby and... Um, it was the first time that I'd seen an ultrasound and didn't, like, wasn't sad, wasn't sad, wasn't jealous, wasn't any of that. I was so happy for them. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, cause that was something that I was really having a difficult time with. Cause I was, I got on Instagram at one point and felt like everybody was having a baby. People don't even like kids were pregnant. I was like, I don't even understand this. Like, I don't understand. Anyway, going back to what I was saying, I think about how much of an adult I was expected to be as a child. And as I'm growing older, I feel like a child. And I don't mean like childish. My the joy that I experience, the freedom, the glee, the happiness. I'm just a lot more like jovial, like a child than I've ever been. And it is so much fun. It's so much fun to be silly and to take things lightly and to have a a different type of ease. And it's just really interesting how it all has happened because I've gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot. I have sacrificed a lot. I've messed up a lot. And I finally am at a space where I feel like I have this life thing figured out. Obviously, some days are better than others. Thank God all of the duties for my therapist and my friends who act in her place on the days that I don't get to sit in her office and talk with her um, who just make life more fun and easier um, just having someone to share you know on this road with but yeah I'm looking I was saying that to my best friend I was like yo I'm like a child out here like I feel like a kid I literally like over the weekend she said to me for my birthday weekend I want you to be like me and she is silly like she's so silly she's hilarious but she's like so free in a lot of ways that I am not and it was really funny y'all wait till I move I'm moving next month my I'm gonna have a whole recording room for my podcast I'm about to sound so official and so legit Okay, you, y'all are going to be so impressed. Okay, so I just wanted to say that after y'all just listen to that car rev down the street, you don't hear none of that. So y'all enjoy my outtakes of Lemur Park for, for the rest of this month because come January, that birthday podcast recording is going to be so crispy. Okay, but um, for her birthday, she was like, I want you to be like me. And so it was funny because yesterday I got up in the morning and I sent her a voice memo singing her happy birthday not just regular happy birthday either like I had made up this whole song on the spot and I sung to her all day um for those of you who do know I can carry a a tune I I have a little voice and I will never sing like she's she's heard me like blow from like high school and stuff and I just I stay in my lane you know and so 
I was singing to her all day yesterday on Instagram and singing to her in person on my voice note. And it was so much fun just to be silly and to be goofy and not take myself so seriously. And I did that all day yesterday and I had so much fun. I laughed so much. I read the statistic recently about how when you're a child, you laugh like 11 hours out the day. And then when you're an adult, you laugh like 20 minutes out the day. I don't know who made this up. Sounds accurate. And I was like, I want to laugh more on purpose. I want to laugh at myself. I want to be able to have conversations with loved ones where I'm just like bending over in pain because it's just so much just hilarity happening in my life. And that's where, where I've been. And that is my call to action for all of you. As we go into 2020, I'm going to work on some of the outline for my end of year podcast. Last year, I asked for submissions. Um, Was that last year? Who cares? Time is an illusion. I asked for questions for I believe it was the end of year podcast questions to answer from listeners that may have been my anniversary episode nevertheless I'll be sourcing questions for the end of the decade podcast episode that I'm going to do the end of this month and if there's any questions that you have for me any questions that you would like me to answer any topics that you would like for me to discuss, feel free to shoot me an email at cavalierlush at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at cavalierlush. As I, as we come to the close of another year and the end of a decade, I really want to take inventory and I implore you to do the same, to look at your life what you can remember of the last 10 years of, my, of your life because I'm, I'm going to sit with that um, probably this evening, sit with it and and look at what I did and how I did it and who I did it with and for New Year's Eve, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do. I know what I want to do. I know what I want to do. Maybe I should start a group text with, with my people about that tonight to really set in stone some plans every new year's eve i treat the same i really try to end the year with gratitude even with some of the the past previous years being really rough being grateful for making it out of all of the things that i've walked myself into things that i've stumbled into relationships that i've made it out of different different jobs um decisions everything right i really try to honor the years as they pass because i'm grateful for every day and every opportunity that i get to do this again and something about 2020 feels magical it's 2020 i remember young bro y2k i think about 1999 and all of the hoopla going into the year 2000 I remember that, and that's 20 years ago, 20 years ago, and so I, I really want to, I, I want to usher in 2020 having really in-depth, yummy, honest, raw, wholesome conversations, 
I want to do mad rituals and run up in 2020 like it's mine because it is and it's yours. So join me in sitting with the last 10 years, sitting with the last year and really start to formulate, communicate, manifest everything that you need and everything that you want going into January for 2020 and what you want going one year, three years, five years, 10 years. I have so many things that I know that I want in the next 10 years and so many things that I know that I want in the next six months. And so I ask you to join me on this ride. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing what I have in the archives for you before the end of the year. I thank you all so much for your love, for your accountability, for your conversation, for your honesty, for your sharing. Um, I saw a lot of postings on Instagram from listeners who had spent hundreds of minutes listening to me talk about random things that are important um, for me to share with you all. And I, I, I can't tell you what it does for my heart and does for my spirit to feel like this is of some good to you in your life. Um, and I hope to continue to be that for you. I think that's, I think that's it. I think that's all I have for tonight. Thank you for listening. I pray that as you continue to go through these holidays, that there is light and there's joy and there's love surrounding you and that you start to live on purpose every single day. And I cannot wait to connect with you all on the next episode in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Something About Sunday. Peace.